Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is Monday, December 5th, 2022. And tonight I'll be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page. And that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S A L S I D O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions, or if you have stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you on the show to talk, talk about them with me. And uh, tonight, uh, I mean, tonight is news. Tomorrow night will be more true paranormal stories from the web. And then uh, Wednesday will be uh, more news. And then Thursday morning, we will have a, uh, a, a review of some kind, a book review. So that is the plan for the rest of this week. Um, also, quick reminder, I will be taking the last week of this month off. Um, but that's a little ways away. So, but just to let everyone know, I have another project I want to finish. And, uh, of course, um, family gatherings. So that is the plan for the end of this month and this year. So I have three articles here. I had another one um, chosen, but I had to replace it. So there's actually four in the chat, but there'll only be three in the uh, episode description. Uh, both on the YouTube and the podcast feed for this episode, and uh, I will be that I'll be talking about tonight. So I will get started with those. Um, this first one is from uh, LebanonDemocrat.com. Apparently, that is a, a media outlet, but um, no worries here. I promise you, this is not uh, going to be about politics. That's just the name of of outlet, um, and the name of this article is the title of this article is once I find it, looking into the supernatural, and um, this is about a couple of paranormal investigators who um, started out with this because of an experience that um, this. Uh, Man said, "Man had that when he when he was a kid. His name is last name is Denson. Um, apparently, he saw his grandfather's ghost walking down the hall of his childhood home, and that um, led him to looking into trying to find answers regarding the paranormal. And um, it mentions that he's been doing this basically the rest of his life, even." though it has cost him a lot of money. Um, so, and this is, um, so this is basically something, an experience. I think it's amazing that it's an experience that someone had that led them down this particular road into the paranormal to look into these things and try to figure them out. And um, I'm always glad to hear that when, when, when it comes to these paranormal investigation groups. Because I feel like, in that case, it's less likely to be um, one of those situations where they're just out to disprove everything. Because I don't think that's really um, going to help anyone 
really either uh, in the end. But um, so this is about uh, a group called Middle Tennessee Paranormal. It says they've been they've uh, traveled across the country apparently, and um, and done done a lot of investigations. So uh, really, just a really neat thing to see here an example of um what can happen when you have an experience um and i have to say if i had the resources to be doing this kind of thing as well i would be i'd be out there checking places out all the time um every weekend just checking a different place out to see what uh what we can i can figure out and what kind of experiences i can have and uh i would be I would uh I would love to do that. So um looking at the rest of this here, it talks a little bit about some of their investigations. And uh so I'll let uh you all um look into the rest of that. But they talk about here some of the items or the, the tools that are used in investigations. Of course, uh that would include voice recorders, cameras, infrared lights, and EMF detectors, that's electromagnetic field, I believe. Definitely electromagnetic. I always forget about if it's field or fluctuation. Um, but, uh, and, uh, so they're talking about that. Um, and the use of lights, apparently, can, um, they use those to have spirits uh, choose different lights for answers to questions. So, Kind of like what you've seen on TV shows, and I can say I've had some experience with a flashlight in my own home years ago, where it seemed to be responding, not necessarily to what my my friend and I were trying to ask, but um, we had this flashlight that kept on turning on and off, despite having sat there for a long time, and then sitting there long after to where it never did that. But um, so yeah, just a neat article looking into this. Um, the life life of this this couple and uh how it led to them starting their own group to look into the paranormal so uh neat article there um so that's the first one I had to share for tonight and uh I have two more here let's see here looking making sure this is working all right yep looks like it's working that's good um so, this next article here is from thesun.co.uk, and this says, Inside Creepy Abandoned Millionaire's Mansion, Frozen in Time, After Property Tycoon Owner Disappeared Overnight. And this just, these kinds of stories... Um, always make me think, or these kinds of places make me wonder, uh, when they become abandoned like that, when there's no one living around, living in the place, can they be magnets for other kinds of, of beings that you can't see so easily? Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they are, that they, they, they can be homes for any anyone passing by any spirit or other being passing by 
that wants a, either a temporary or even a permanent place to stay. Um, there are some great pictures in this article of this place in the UK. And, um, and so this is all thanks to a Facebook page, apparently. But, um, so this place was uh, owned by a Greek property tycoon. Uh, I'm, I'll try to say the last name. Tecmentis? Tecmentis? This? I'm not sure. T-A-C-H-M-I-N-T-Z-I-S. Um, and apparently, uh, this man's brother-in-law said that he lived such a mysterious life that, um, even his own brother-in-law basically didn't know for sure what he did for work, despite having, um, when he, when this brother-in-law happened to be in the house, he noticed basically, um, large amounts of money just sitting around. Um, but... I'm not really as interested in the life of this person that was there as I am just in what happens to these places um, when they're abandoned. I could see them, I could see um, ghosts or spirits or even just any kind of non-physical entity that just needs somewhere that's um, out of the way. I could see them just gathering in these kinds of places. And I wonder if that's what leads to, in some cases, um, paranormal activity or hauntings, where it's not even the history of the place, necessarily, that is generating, or the, is the reason for the activity there. It's just that the place is left um, on, a, on its own, left no, with no one living there, staying there. And um, it wouldn't surprise me in a way if that does happen. And that's how you, find, you end up finding stories of places that are said to be either... Again, there's all these different words for places that seem to have a lot of energy or a lot of, um, let's even say, consciousness stored up in them. I wonder if that's, um, if that's because they're, they're not being used. So... Just a just a question that came to mind when I saw this article. Goes into a little more detail here, but um, and then there's pictures, and uh, it is slowly, slowly, the house is slowly declining. But um, but still, if you don't have, if you don't need food, if you don't need, you know, the usual things, if you're not basically, you don't have a, have a physical form to deal with, um, then. There's no reason to worry about that necessarily. Um, so just a, a, a interesting, some interesting pictures of a place that uh, brought that question to mind and figured I'd share it with you all. So that's the next one I had to share here. Um, maybe, maybe I'll even do a show on that, abandoned places and, and uh, the activity that is reported in there at some point. So. Um, so yeah, that's the second article I had. Now this third one I found, because of the difficulties I had with another article, I found this third one about 10 minutes or so before the show started tonight. So I was literally um, basically down to the wire here with this one. So glad it worked out. Um, 
But uh, so this last article I'm going to talk about here is from uh, Arbiter Online, A R B I T E R Online dot com, and this is the title of this is Boise State Media Professor becomes inaugural director of paranormal activity for the communication building. And so this is um this is an amazing article and concept in a way because this is someone that is um is already a professor regarding media and communication. Um He's been there for 13 years. His last name is Snyder. And, um, and, uh, but there's also been reports in that building of paranormal activity. And this is part of what has led, um, the people in, in the, the other department heads and just the people in general to, um, to kind of appoint him as this, uh, basically guide or this go-to person when it comes to the paranormal because of uh, apparently his interest in these things and um, on an academic or historical level and uh, his um, ex- his expertise in communication. So um, apparently there were some students that were doing a, uh, a seance in the, in the building one night and... Uh, they um he he this professor stumbled on this group of students doing this and didn't even know what they were doing it and what they were doing and uh so they all kind of scared each other because of that but um so so basically Snyder really decided to to do this as well um decided to start looking into and trying to find answers to the paranormal and to the questions that he was getting from people in this in this building, I guess, regarding the activity there and then just the subject in, in general. And apparently now at this point he uh he coordinates with anyone who is interested in um paranormal activity within the building and he also arranges investigations and tours looking for those looking to do um those kind of things, such as seances or any of these other things. So I just think this kind of position is really amazing, um, even if it is just strictly voluntary and some people consider it to be uh, a joke. Um, I think it's a step in the right direction towards possibly having this be a more accepted uh, part of life and reality, and possibly even academia at some point. I think it's a, it's a step in that direction. It may take time, may even take a lot of time. But um, I was just really happy when I found this article about this, because I think it's a great, great thing to do, even if it's just unofficial or anything like that. I mean, it, it does say that, that the... Other department heads had to um, had to approve of it, so there was that at least level level of um, of uh, of 
I guess, verification or permission given right there. But um, so that that's just an amazing story and situation that um, has developed here and uh, goes into some of his views on the the role of um, history and looking into history and, and that being a kind of of a ghost in and of itself, which I think is an interesting idea. Um, but yeah, so just a neat little article here about this uh, this professor and his new position. So um, just thought I'd share that for the end of the show. And uh, that's all I have for today. Uh, thank you all for being here and for listening. Whether you listen to the um, the live streams or the podcast or YouTube feeds. And I'll be back tomorrow at 1 a.m. Uh, Eastern. Again, that's the new stream time. Uh, with the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone. <laughs>